Hello and welcome to this week's edition of BPM Pod, the podcast where we get behind people's music. Now, as I'm sure you're aware, on BPM Pod, we normally talk to the unsung talent and musical heroes that you might not have heard of. That's the whole point of the getting behind people's music thing. But of course, I listen to a lot of music too. And I want to share a lot of that music with you because I do think some of it is very popular, but some of it you might not have heard of. And I really, really doubt everyone has heard all bits of music. So I try to introduce you to some new stuff as well. And this is why on the website on bpmpod.com, we have The Pulse, which you can go and read there some of the music I've reviewed recently. But then, you know, I watch a lot of stuff on YouTube and listen to a lot of podcasts and things. Um, some special channels that I do want to shout out to is uh, Your Movie Sucks, YMS. Adam does a fantastic job there of movie reviews and such, and he does it in really, really cool ways, normally in these quickie kind of reviews with these really, really short bits in between the longer episodes. Because I don't think it's a secret that doing these longer episodes, these really, really long interviews with music in them and bits about inspirations and so on and so forth, they take a lot of time. That takes a lot of time to edit. And, you know, I do have a life and a job and a kid now and a wife and family and whatnot. And it takes a long time to get that content out. But, you know, there's also a lot of stuff that I listen to and enjoy and want to share with you. So I want to get that out as quickly as possible. And so kind of inspired by Adam, really, with the movies, you know, why not do some quickies, some quickie sort of music reviews, some stuff I've been listening to. Now, I'm not going to be as good as him because he's fantastic at it. And uh, definitely go and check out his channel. Your movie sucks. If you're into films, go and have a look. Just type in YMS on YouTube. Adam will uh, definitely look after you well with his sort of unique style of humor. And uh, it's really, really good fun. Really, really great channel. Um, Another person that really inspires me is Mark Kermode from the Kermode and Mayo show. uh, The Kermode and Mayo sort of film review. Um, they're really, really good. And now, especially with the whole coronavirus times, they've just gone into quicker, shorter reviews of stuff they've listened to. And so that's really what inspired me to start off this quick series of things that I've been listening to that I want to just give a few mentions to here and there. And uh, hopefully it'll inspire you to go and check them out, especially in these coronavirus times where a lot of these bands need your support, need your streams, need your merchandise purchases and so on. So here's the very first episode of Really The Pulse, but recorded. So the first thing I want to talk about this week is um, King Buffalo and their release Dead Star, EP Dead Star. Now, King Buffalo, they're a psychedelic stoner rock trio. I think they're from Rochester, New York. Uh, You've got Sean on vocals. You've got a guy called Dan on bass and a guy called Scott on drums. Very, very tight, well-trained, good band. And I've actually had the pleasure and privilege of seeing them live in Berlin at a place called Baderhaus, a small, small venue that I've talked about before here on BPM Pod. And uh, it was a great gig, really, really great gig, a very unique gig. 
uh, the lights didn't work for quite a while, so people had to illuminate the stage with their phones. Like people in the audience were illuminating the stage with their torch on their phones uh, for a good half the gig. It was really, really strange, but really cool. And it was one of those gigs I just kind of went to on a whim. You know, it was cheap tickets, and I'd heard a few of their songs. They've been around since 2013, and Dead Star is their fourth. EP. It's coming after their second full-length album, which is Longing to Be the Mountain, one of my favourite albums of the year. I actually think it's fantastic. A very big sort of stoner rock landscape, but it's got elements of sort of Pink Floyd in it here and there, and a bit of Sabbath here and there. Very, very cool album. But this one, Dead Star, six tracks, 32 minutes in length, and it's it's a great release, actually. Really, really decent. Uh, slightly more movie-esque than their previous stuff like Repeater and Orion and uh, yeah, Longing to Be the Mountain. It's got a slightly more movie feel to it. I could imagine a lot of the songs here being used in like montages. Um, there's one in the middle and then is just a synth track that doesn't sound out of place on a sort of John Carpenter film or something like that from the 80s. It's uh, got a really sort of nostalgic vibe to it. And there's a bit of synth here too, which I just alluded to then, which is a little bit rare because, as I said, there's the drums, the bass, the guitar and vocals. I think there's a bit of synth here, and if it's not synth, then it's definitely a guitar with a synth pedal uh, to see how that goes. But it's a nice sort of worthy addition and actually something that I think they missed on some of their previous albums. Just a few little synth hits here and there I think could really add a lot more, a lot more sort of uh, volume and a lot more sort of just roundedness to the, the tracks. Uh, Red Star Parts 1 and 2 uh, sort of kick the album off and Dead Star comes right near the end, the actual title track, and they are definitely the best tracks on here. Red Star Parts 1 and 2 really come across like a jam session, 16 minutes in length across both parts. And uh, yeah, let's have a listen, actually. Here's a clip. There's also blissfully a radio edit of Red Star, which is cut down to sort of four minutes in length from the 16. It's just the sort of final four minutes. But I actually think that's quite a weak version overall. And uh, I do encourage listening to the whole landscape of parts one and two. Dead Star is a really great song. Really, really like it. Uh, not too difficult to sort of, you know, get your head around or wrap your head around. It's actually not a very difficult song to play either. But who really cares? Difficulty doesn't necessarily mean better. Uh, it's quite simple uh, sounding and reminds me of like a deep cut of a Foo Fighters album or something like that. Actually, something you would find buried away. One of those hidden treasures on an album from the Foo Fighters, for example, that you would you would really enjoy and be a sort of fan favorite. Um, big, big fan of Dead Star. The track does sound a little bit all them witches as well. I guess it's the closest thing that it comes to. So I would say this is a very solid output, very solid EP 
um bearing in mind that it's 32 minutes long and only six tracks i guess it's an ep but you know that's longer than some albums i own the sort of 12 tracks or so so i think there's a very very solid output i'm really impressed with king buffalo's work ethic here they're just so consistent with their songwriting and their structuring and they've always got this talent just for building songs on and on and on and on and then somehow sort of they they sort of outpeak themselves all the time and it's it's quite incredible really for just being three three people how they've got such a variety of sound but also such a consistency at the same time and uh yeah dead snar really really solid effort not going to give it a rating i don't think this is a thing that i'm going to do i'm going to try to just give my opinions on them so there won't be ratings but yeah, definitely worth a listen. And I would say if you're into the stoner psychedelic rock field, do check it out. It's available on vinyl and on digital. Uh, on vinyl, it's got a special edition being made. I think that's already sold out. But you can still buy it on vinyl and it, stream it online as well. But I would take a look at Bandcamp. So go to kingbuffalo.bandcamp.com. Up next is a band who's actually featured on the podcast before, a little bit like King Buffalo. They featured on here, and it's a band that I know is inspired by King Buffalo and kind of in the same vein of music as well. And that's the Berlin-based stoner rock band uh, Heavy Heavy. Following their first single, Deadweight and Broken Dreams, they've come back with Born of No Wild. It's a track that's just shy of five minutes in length, and it's more of an album cut, definitely, than... The first one, Deadweight and Broken Dreams, had this very Queens of the Stone Age kind of like, well, almost Muse sound to it, actually, that I really, really enjoyed. And uh, definitely a, a, a backside shaker, let's put it that way. This one, a bit more pondering, a bit more slow, a bit more sort of enveloping and uh, evolving than Deadweight and Broken Dreams. A lot more sort of immersive in that sense. If this doesn't kick off their EP in terms of sequencing when it does eventually come out. I hear the band have got an EP in the works that should be coming out later in 2020. Um, I would be a little disappointed. This kind of feels like a really nice build track at the beginning uh, or even an ending track uh, to bookend it, I guess. It really depends how they sequence it and what else they've got coming, but I would really see this at the start of something. Again, very montage relevant i could see this being on a sports package of like uh, or even sports entertainment whether that's you know wrestling or something like that it's got enough sort of strong hits and strong beats that you could really i, I don't really know you could really sync something up to it really nicely and i think that that's a level of scope that perhaps heavy heavy weren't aiming for but i think it's good that they've achieved that it's just got so much more potential than just being listened to it, it is almost like a miniature soundtrack uh, overall sound I actually think is better than the first single. The bass in this is fantastic and at around the three minute mark especially there's a breakdown section that is excellent, really really excellent. The band uh, Chance, Val and Linus, they work really really hard, I've met them a few times, been to a couple of their gigs and uh, they're one of the loveliest groups of human beings I've ever met. Really really down to earth, cool people who quite honestly just make music for the love of it and also to pay the bills obviously but you really get a sense that their passion is up front and first and a lot of bands say that you know we wrote this after the stories we wrote this after this but really it's to make a living and i don't get that with heavy heavy i get that they'll still be rocking 
even if they made nothing of this, their passion really is at the front of what they do. Born of No Wild is now out on all digital platforms, and I'll play us off with a quick clip. Yeah, definitely go and check it out. Where they stand. Final release I would like to talk about this week is uh, Goyoza with the uh, album Early Bird. Uh, Goyoza, a four-piece rock indie metal band from Barcelona. So Goyoza, Early Bird, it's a 10-song, short, snappy, powerful album, actually. Uh, There's not really much more to say on it. We've got some sort of flavours, I guess, of Queens of the Stone Age of Caius, a uh, little bit muse-like here and there. I actually think in some places it reminds me most of Lincoln Park. Um, I can't really pinpoint why. Maybe it's the cleanliness of the production. Maybe it's the sort of sounds of the guitars. I'm not really sure because it misses elements of Lincoln Park for sure. And I wouldn't say it's a direct comparison, but there's definitely some reminders here of that. And uh, although I can't really say why... Highlights on here include the song Nothing To Be Ashamed. The ending especially just goes into this absolute mad ending and uh, really, really good. And another one called Killing Good, which is another excellent track. Really short, punchy, powerful track. There are a few filler tracks on here. um, And I do think the sequencing of the album is kind of out of whack a little bit somehow. Starts off very strong. The first track is really good. Then the second one I just don't think is particularly good. Um, and then picks up again, then goes off again, then picks up again, then goes off again. Then you've got Killing Good, which I just mentioned, which is like right at the end almost. And that's one of the strongest tracks. Um, now, I know obviously albums aren't about putting all your strongest stuff first. And in fact, I totally am against bands who do that. I'm all for the journey over the whole album. But I do feel it's a bit stop-start in places somehow. Um, I can't really pinpoint why. But it, yeah, it just feels like the enthusiasm sort of wanes. One of the times I've been listening to this is when I've been running, going on my runs, 
Um, and this is a great running album, actually. It's got such good drum beats and like drum licks that I can really sort of sprint or slow down or do some sort of interval to some of this stuff. Uh, so that's been really good. But you really notice the sequencing when you're doing that because your pace changes and things change. So I guess in a way it's got dynamics um, that keep it sort of different. But at the same time, yeah, it does feel a little bit... Um, a little bit out of whack some sometimes and I'm, again can't really pinpoint why but just sort of bits and pieces here and there it's a very very well mixed album though in any case uh, the band seem like a great crew. They seem like they've got a great crew behind them. It's got a wonderful sound, very, very clean. And there are some filler tracks on here which don't really stick in my head and I probably won't listen to again. But I think this one's worth a spin, definitely. Definitely worth a listen. Uh, tune in, see what you think. Um, if you do really like it, then consider buying the album. I think I'll give it a couple more listens, but I'm pretty sure I'll probably purchase the vinyl in the end. It's mainly because it's this lovely mustard yellow vinyl, and I think it's only about 15 euros or something from Bandcamp. Uh, so definitely check it out. Give it a listen. And the album is uh, Goyosa, and uh, no, the album is Early Bird, sorry, by the band Goyosa, and you can check them out on Bandcamp. Goyosa is G Y O Z A. That's G Y O Z A. Check them out on Bandcamp. You can stream it there, and you can buy a bunch of merchandise and uh, music from Bandcamp. Too. So uh, here's clip. And that's all for this week's edition of The Pulse, the sort of first recorded edition of The Pulse, uh, which you can also read on bpmpod.com. If you like this, then do let me know, and I'll be back for some more musical reviews in the coming weeks. Would also be cool to get sort of your input on it. If you would like to appear and you would like to give your opinion on some stuff, then let's set up a sort of joint Call and double host this one, shall we? I'd like to see what you bring to the table and stuff that you want to listen to. And maybe we can both give our opinions on that. In the meantime, it only remains for me to say thank you very much for listening. You can keep up to date with BPM Pod on Instagram and Facebook and on bpmpod.com. Just search for BPM Pod everywhere and you'll find it. Until next time, stay safe, everybody, and stay lucky. And I'll speak to you soon. <laughs>